welcome back to the Tiffany and Tyron podcast. Another week. Yeah, another week. Uh, episode six. Oh, somebody's been counting. <laughs> so, this week has been pretty interesting. There's been something on your mind for the entire week. We've been chatting about it. Yeah. The subtlety of the experience. Yes. Of being humiliated. Yep. And discouraged. Absolutely. Yeah, it's subtle, so you don't notice it. That's where they get you. How long was it that you were in that narcissistic relationship, the last one? Uh, five years. Uh, going on five and a half. Five and a half years. And how long before you discovered that you were being humiliated? Ooh, probably the last year or two. It's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly because, it, you know, because it happens gradually, you kind of start to realize it gradually. Mm. Well, that was my experience anyway. Well, it's my experience too. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, you you don't treat it like if it's a thing that's happening to you. Yep. But you just know it is because you feel that it's happening to you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about humiliation, discouragement. The subtlety of it, yep. how it hurts, how it feels, other than hurt, because <laughs> yeah, it gets confusing, right? Oh yeah. And we're also going to be, you know, kind of walking through some scenarios of how you can deal with it, how you can recognize it sooner, because what we've experienced, it looks like you've had three years in your last relationship, from what you're saying, before you recognize that you were being humiliated and discouraged. Yep. Yeah, because it was so normal. Ah, that's what we're going to be pointing out today, because mm -hmm. every moment of your time that you lose in a narcissistic relationship, you will never get it back. Yep. And that's what really hurts. I spent over 20 years in a narcissistic relationship. Mm -hmm. And the humiliation, I didn't know that was a thing until three years ago. Mm. I just knew that I would feel bad and I couldn't even put it together. It was so complex. Hmm. It was so interesting when I actually, you know, began to understand what's happening to me. But prior to that, uh, nothing. I had not a clue. Would you say you reinterpreted the behavior? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, in fact, what I would say is that many times people help reinterpret the behavior yep so yep. you know social norms the support like, system that surrounds these people yeah um society basically says oh they were just joking you see you said he was joking or she said she was joking mm. like, why are you so upset yeah, don't uh, take it so seriously yeah you're yeah. too sensitive precisely and and that's exactly what i suffered for many years and then other people would demonstrate to me oh look i do this to to my husband all the time look see ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. and, and and then you feel confused because there is a place where you could joke with each other yeah in, in a right. functional yeah. relationship right like there, there's there's a space where the jokes seem the same mm -hmm. so you get confused and, and here's the other thing that would happen to me like the joke would get made about me is at my expense, I would feel really bad in the moment. 
<laughs> but it happened so quickly that the conversation just kept going. People laughed and they just kept going. Yep. And then someone would finally say, like, oh, you okay? Your face looks a little sore. Are you sure you are right? Because I'm still suffering from the effects. Yeah, they move on, but you don't. Right. And, and like, everyone else seems fine that this thing has happened. Yep. And I'm confused because I don't know what's just happened to me. Yeah. This person that I love, that I'm thinking also loves me, just literally made a total idiot out of me mm-hmm. in front of everyone. And it hurts. But it's almost like if well, nothing happened. Yeah. It is, it, yeah, I remember when you were at school and, and some idiot, you know, they do the little spitball thing. Yep. You, you, you ever had that? And, and they take the refill or something out of the pen and they, they, they chew up the paper and, and shove it in and they shoot it across the classroom yep. and it hits you in the back of the neck. And, and you're like, what's that? But you, you can't see it because it's so small and you, it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. And then they keep doing it, but you, you, you just kind of like, people are giggling. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. happening to you. People can see it happening to you. But even the spitball is a lot more obvious. Yeah. You know, as a form of teasing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but this stuff, this humiliation, so subtle. Yes. And yes, I found myself reinterpreting. Reinterpreting, yes, the negativity of the situation. Mm-hmm. And having to tell myself, I guess I was too sensitive. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the night, you just move on. Like, everything is all right. You know, you don't think about it anymore. You know, they come up to you and tell you things like, love you. Mm Because you're behaving well. Yeah. Because the humiliation has put you in your place. Yeah, you're not sticking up for yourself. And they like that. Precisely. That's what they want. And, And you don't realize what's happened to you. And now they're showing you all this love. You are their possession. You've yep. done a great job of making them look good, allowing them to dominate you and have that power over you in front of everybody. So now they know, oh, that's her bitch. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, he's not going to stand up for himself. You know, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everybody yeah. thinks you're so awesome. They say great things to you. Yep. That's what makes it so confusing. That's what makes it so complex. So for 15 plus years, I suffered that and didn't know if there was something called humiliation. Mm-hmm. No, here, here's what changed though. And so, you know, uh, and it's a really funny story in a way. Like you start talking to another person who's functional. Yeah. And and then you begin to realize, I have this functional friend and they never make fun of me. Like, never, ever, ever, ever. But we laugh all the time. We, we have a lot of fun. We, we can go together, you know, maybe it's like a work colleague or, you know, some, some other social situation that you could be with that person. Mm-hmm. Never, ever has that person ever done that to me. Mm-hmm. And you enjoy being with that person. You try to figure out what's what's really going on in my marriage. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? The one relationship that's supposed to make you happy and you're supposed to be the most comfortable in. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I started to get confused. 
you know, three years ago, I literally started to feel really confused about how is it that I can go out with this person and have so much fun? And I mean, we're just friends, you know, I have no interest, whatever, you know, but they never make fun of me. Hmm. See, I only realized that I was being made fun of when somebody else was able to socialize with me and they didn't make fun of me. Mm-hmm. So in that contrast, yes. it's so much easier to see when you have like both sides of it to look at and compare. Yeah. And this person had no interest in me. So it was like, this is really confusing. How is it that the person I love so much that I want to love me makes fun of me mm-hmm. in front of a crow? Now, here's the messed up thing. Never made fun of me at home. Hmm. Interesting. Never. Well, never humiliated me when it was just, you know, she and I. Never, ever. Always in front of a crow. Hmm. It doesn't matter if it was a group of friends or if it was total strangers. For me, there was always a moment, as long as they had an audience, mm-hmm. they would find a way to get that little dig in. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't even matter if it was like, you know, that's, I, I remember one time, there was this time <laughs> we were on a cruise. So we gone on holiday and no one knew us where we were. Mm-hmm. And we signed up for ballroom dancing. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So romantic. Cru- well, yeah, exactly, the right? Outside. The, the, the Ooh, cruise, so the cruise, you know, roll through a a a, a Latin, you know, dance type country. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, she really likes dancing. Mm-hmm. And she thought this would be a great idea for us to go get these um salsa dance lessons and whatever that we could have a great, you know. Time to night time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. I've never done that before. Yeah, open to new things. Exactly. We're on holiday. It's relaxing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's the better dancer. And, you know, the person's, you know, they're teaching a couple people. And they're trying to show you how to make these moves and whatever. And I'm trying to follow as best I can. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like you're okay if you're on your own, but because you got to hold this person a particular way, it feels awkward. I've never done that before. It's my yeah. first time. You know what I'm saying? And then she makes the comment. No, here's the messed up thing about it. And this has probably happened to you know some of our listeners. Pretty sure it has. Mm-hmm. Can I remember the comment she made? No. Mm-hmm. This is early days. I cannot remember the comment. I can remember mm. the feeling. Because mm. the feeling is so familiar. Because when I recognize the connection between the feelings that I became aware of three years ago, I was able to say, oh my gosh, this is what was happening to me all the time. Yeah. You see, three years ago, four years ago, when I was like, is this thing falling apart? Like, was wrong i was thinking yeah this is like a new development i can't stand this anymore mm-hmm. kind of thing like everything is broken maybe you should try to fix it yeah I, I hadn't realized that this is something that's a consistent thread yeah in our relationship because i kept letting it happen feeling bad yeah. not dealing with my feelings mm-hmm. am i making any sense to you absolutely yeah yeah after all the humiliation is they're exerting power over you they have to look 
good in front of everybody and make you look and feel like shit. I did a good job of doing that because I clearly did feel awful. And interestingly, you know, the reinterpretation of their behavior, changing their negative to positive, mm-hmm. it, 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 it was like, became such a normal part of my dysfunction. Yes. Because I was doing this to myself now. See, it's one thing for that person to, to hurt you by humiliating you. It's another thing when you're codependent and, and you allow that to happen to you. You feel bad and then mm-hmm. you take those feelings and say, oh, she's just joking for real. Yeah. Like, like, later on, you know, she yeah. was alright. She came over and hugged me yeah, and brought me a drink. Extra nice afterward. Yeah, smoothed it out. Mm-hmm. See? Distract I love you. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't recognize it. That that mm-hmm. humiliation was painful. It was numbing. Mm, yes. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Paralyzing. Mm-hmm. Because it's happening in front of everyone. Yeah. And you're, you're confused. Yeah. Daring headlights moment, you know? You're just stuck there. Is it coming at you really fast? What are you gonna do? Yeah. You don't wanna run away. But like we you, you can't do anything. And it's like a, a shock to your your mind because yes. you don't realize what's going on yeah and, and sometimes people laugh sometimes people look like nothing is happening and then they change the topic so quickly mm-hmm. it's almost like oh that never happened and then everyone just moves on with the rest of the conversation yeah so they distract you yeah. right after that's the end of it so here's how they here's the other way that they got you know as as it progressed you know over the years what i recognize on reflection was that when I look back, I would be like, maybe I came home and I was like, you know, tonight you you said this thing and I really felt kind of bad, mm-hmm. you know. And and then they would say some loving, discouraging words to me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had loving, discouraging words? <laughs> Again, another way where they discourage you from something, but it seems like love at the same time. Oh. I don't know why you would think like that. Mm. Like I told you, I was only joking. You know I love you. Exactly. I would never want to hurt you. And, and either way, I, I thought you were a really tough person. I, I, I didn't think mm. you would let something kind of like that get to you. Mm. Come on. Don't be like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that just triggered something. Yeah, don't be like that. See, you, you begin to remember it. Don't mm-hmm. be like that. Yeah. Yeah, when... uh. When I would say something about his his jokes, the second one, mm-hmm. I would tell him, you know, that that was really uncomfortable, and I, you know, I I didn't like that you did that. Um, then he's like, "Well, I, then I'm you're saying that I can't joke around with you anymore. You, you used to you used to be so tough. You used to, you know, uh, be okay with my jokes, and now I can't joke around with you anymore." Yes, it's like. Well, but I'm just saying that that hurt me. And then it just goes to the extreme. Oh, well. Yeah, I thought you were you were tougher than that. Yeah. It's like this weird discouragement of, come on, don't be like that. Mm-hmm. Stupid. You're, you're taking it the wrong way. Yes. That's exactly what it was. No, no, here's the thing about that experience too, right? In that moment, you are trying to connect, mm-hmm. resolve, an yep. issue and hoping that you can build something into your relationship 
that allows you to be yourself and to be safe with this person that you are loving. Mm-hmm. And that person has just discouraged you from following through on that process by saying, you're taking this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why you're bringing this up. Mm. I thought we were past this. I told you I was joking. <laughs> this is not a big deal. In fact, you know what? Since you're so uncomfortable with this, I'm going to call, and you know, I'll use a name just for whatever sake. I'm going to call Barry. He was at the party, and I'm going to ask him if it hurt him or affected him the same way. Wow. Yes, I've had that one. Or I'm going to call, you know, Shalice or some other person. And says, remember, you were at the party with us. Did you see me do this? Mm. No, no, no. They have another audience, right? And and now you're feeling like a total idiot. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's all right. It's all right. No, no. You, you said you have a problem. Wow. Bringing other people into it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so my problem isn't real. Because <laughs> I, I can show you, Tyron, that this never happened. I can show you. That the thing that you're feeling bad about, don't do that. It didn't happen. It didn't happen like that. Told you I was joking. Mm-hmm. It was just a joke. And that's where the gaslighting comes into. Exactly. Yeah, this didn't happen. I don't know what you're so upset about. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you're experiencing these type of emotions in your relationship, I want to tell you from experience, reflection. Mm-hmm. mindfulness yep. about your emotions when this is happening to you try to record it in your mind yeah. you see because listening to us today is going to help you to recognize that maybe this is what you're experiencing mm-hmm. because until someone else started to reflect back to me the words that I was saying I was not aware that I was experiencing this humiliation yeah I would forget what happened to me. I couldn't remember the words mm-hmm. because the way how they so effectively canceled it out by bringing proof, bringing other people in. And these other people are like, oh, I don't remember that. I, I remember just laughing. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, and then they would say things like, oh, come on, guys. I don't want to get involved in, you know, oh, your little classic. couples thing. It's, it's like, come on, this is none of our business. Mm-hmm. So now you're all alone. Yep. You can't test your truth in these isolated type relationships. Everybody's on their side, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And nobody else can see your side. Yep. And and it, it literally makes you feel like if you're going crazy. Because yep. it never happened, according to them. But you know it did. Mm-hmm. And even though you can't remember the words sometimes, or you can't remember exactly what it was, you remember the feeling. Yeah. You remember that emotion, that deep disappointment, that deep hurt. Mm-hmm. Hold on to that emotion. Recognize it again mm-hmm. the, the next time that yeah. it emerges. Because now you've listened to us. Now you've listened to our stories. Maybe you can recognize the humiliation. Mm-hmm. and then followed up with the discouragement later to stop you from doing something about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on. You're, you're, you're better than that. Yeah. No, don't do that to yourself. 
Just, just come to bed. Oh, just, just come here. <laughs> yeah. It's like 17 plus years of that stuff, man. It's mm-hmm. even traumatizing now when I think about it. it I can feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just don't see it. You just don't know it. Here's another one. <laughs> this this is the one that I like to use. Like when you're at that point in the relationship and you feel like, okay, I think I'm recognizing this. Mm-hmm. I think this is a pattern of behavior. Here's how to test it. Mm. Do something for yourself. Yep. Only benefits you. It's not anything wrong. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt a person. But just, you know, do something that you like. Yeah. Like out of the norm. For them. Well, something that you've always wanted to do for yourself, for only yourself, mm-hmm. but you haven't done for whatever reason. Yeah. Right. You've been thinking about it for a while. Like for yeah. me, um, I want I always want to do this particular course at the time. And I I, I decided ah, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm going to join up in that program. It's just a short program. Mm-hmm. It's for me. I've worked out. I got the money. I've worked out the timing. You know, doesn't affect kids. Doesn't affect anyone. Mm-hmm. As far as I can see, you know. Um, it's, it's done in a way that it doesn't even change my regular schedule. Right. Yeah, I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about everything, but it's going to benefit me. And by extension, benefit everyone else because I have a new skill. Mm-hmm. Oh, the reaction. What was the reaction? I can't believe that you would do something like this to me. To her? What, what's going to happen to me now? Hmm. Well, what do you mean? Like, I really want to do this for me. And I'm, I've, I've like been thinking about this for a long time. Oh, you're so selfish. Yeah. See, I, I was thinking that we could. Mm. No, we had no plans before that. Right. Mm. But now comes the discouragement. Yes. I have a I I have a story too. Oh, what you got? So I this I call it a narc test. Mm-hmm. To see if uh if you are with a narcissist or toxic person. Because mm-hmm. some people aren't, you know diagnosed narcissist so they can't really be called but toxic people mm-hmm. kind of the same thing but um so i just wanted to go through the narc test like in its entirety and then i'll go to my story which fits right into it mm. so like we said do something that you've always wanted to do for yourself that you haven't done before mm-hmm. and when you do it, or when you're when you tell them you're gonna do it, focus on their reaction. Are they encouraging and and uh, empowering you? That's supportive. You know, yeah, if they're truly supportive, only have positive things to say about it. Like, um, yeah, I, I I think you should do that. I would be really good for you. Mm. Just straight positivity. Or if they they add that subtle discouragement into it, like, well, I don't think you really need to do that. You've you've you know you've got enough of those skills already. I don't. Eh, 
I don't I don't really think that's for you or mm-hmm. yeah, just pay attention to the reaction to something you do only for yourself that only benefits you. Yep. And then my story. So I did something different that I hadn't done before. So every weekend, every every single day, really, I would do whatever he wanted to do. If he wanted to go, you know, on a fishing trip, I would go, even though I don't really like it. I This is what I was thinking at the time. I don't really like it. Now I understand that I, well, with him, I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. Like, I have to specify that. I might like it with another person. I'm, I don't know. I'll have to try it. But anyway, with him, I didn't like it. So my whole life was based on what he wanted to do. And I just went along with everything. And so there's this one day, this was near the end, when I started noticing these things. And so my friend invited me to a hike on a Saturday morning. We had no plans. Him and I had no plans on this Saturday. And so I'd come down from the stairs all ready to go. And he asked me where I'm going. I said, well, I'm going on a hike with this person. And he's like, well, you know, I I had plans for us. I was going to take you on a trip. I'm like, okay. Well, I already, I already said I would go. Oh, why didn't you let me know first? Like, why would I need to let you know? Well, I had plans. I was going to take you this place. You should have let me know. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I didn't know about these plans you had for me. But he, and so by the time I left the house, we had had this argument and then I just left. How did you feel when you were leaving? Did you feel good about going out with your friend anymore or were you now feeling discouraged? I was feeling very discouraged, but I was, I was not going to let. Yeah, by then you were fighting. By then, yes. Yeah, this before. When you really yeah. think about Before, it. Before, if I think of the old me that didn't know this information, I would have I would have dropped it. I would have called her. I would have canceled it. Okay, let's let's do what you want to do. That's what I would have done back then. Mm-hmm. That's it, what I always did. Precisely. Only on reflection mm-hmm. do you realize that the discouragement was working. Oh, yeah. They would humiliate you first. Make you feel like crap mm-hmm. in front of everyone. But when you two are alone, they, they implement the discouragement yep. very gently. You know, oh, you want to do something to grow yourself? Oh, come on. You don't need that. You're the mm-hmm. best at everything I know. You want to go out and have fun with a different person? Oh, come on. I had plans for us. Mm-hmm. I My was plans are this, better. I was going to do this really nice thing for you. See how much I love you? Exactly. And doesn't it sound like it's, if it's something positive? It sounds so nice. Go tell one of your, you know, weird flying monkey friends, this is what happened to me and I was I felt really upset. You know what they say to you? But he was gonna take you out. Yeah, he was doing something nice for you. What's wrong with you? And and, and that's your boyfriend. He, he has to be your priority. Oh. That's where the social norms come in. Oh, Everybody God. says Come on, that person that you love, that you're married to, that you're committed to, they have to come first. Yeah. They're before you. 
<laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. It's so subtle. You don't realize it. Now, here's the thing. We're making a really big deal about this, people, because it is a big deal. Yeah. But it's like being injected with a poison needle. Mm. You know, you say, oh, it's just a little prick. Come on, come on. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. But you just got yourself, you know, some awful disease or some terrorist, you know, weird thing. You're going to fall down and die in no time because you don't realize what's happening to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like they're injecting you with their poison little by little yes. by little. And then it all adds up. Mm-hmm. And then, so when I started to realize from other relationships that I was in, other friendships mm -hmm. that were not connected to my partner at the time, yep, I realized I've never been encouraged mm. in that relationship. Yep, because I've always been discouraged. Yeah. And so now when you're talking to these other people outside of it, yes. you have that contrast again. Exactly. Functional people. Mm -hmm. You know, so I realized, huh, I've always been discouraged from doing something, but in this positive sounding way. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I'm with these other functional people, they encourage me to do things. In a different way. They say like positive things to me. Mm -hmm. And how did I know what the difference was? It was only about me. Yeah. When you get encouragement from a genuine true friend, that person says something for your benefit. Yes, you should do that. That would be great for you. Mm -hmm. When you get discouragement from a toxic relationship, it sounds more like, I don't know why you need to do that. You don't need that at all. Mm -hmm. And what about me? And they make it seem like you're hurting them so yes. much by doing it. It's okay if you do it, but I'm really going to miss you. And I don't see why you should go take all this time away from me. I miss you all the time. Yeah, you're hurting them so much by taking care of yourself. Yes. That's how I found out the difference. That's when I began to realize the thing that I was desiring, that feeling of comfort, confidence to be myself mm -hmm. whilst being around other people. I didn't have it in that relationship. Yeah. I could not be me. I always had to be someone else mm -hmm. in order for that person to be happy. Yep, I have this exact same experience. Yeah, being myself hurt them. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to end on that note. Yep. We want to thank you for listening to the Tiffany and Tyrone podcast. We want to tell you the subtle things are a big deal. Yes. We hope you recognize them. Mm. Allow yourself to slow down yes. and reflect. If something, if you feel like that, it's always a little thing that you feel and you can't quite understand it, but you feel something is off. Allow yourself to slow down, dive into that feeling and understand understand how you're feeling in the moment it yes. might be after the moment but you can replay it take you time to reflect yeah. reflect on that feeling and go through the whole process in your mind and decide well if you're not feeling good about it that means something's wrong absolutely yep have a great weekend 
Yep, everyone. Uh, yeah. Happy Sunday. Yep, Sunday. All right. Bye. Until next time.